Welcome to Busy House Happy Home, where you can ask Charlie your home dilemmas and I will help you along with my expert friends so your busy house becomes a happy home. I would like to welcome Karen, the organising lady, to the podcast. Now, Karen, I have I met in the first lockdown, but we haven't actually met met in person, which is ridiculous because Karen doesn't live that far away. So we need to sort this out. But wonderful lady called Tia Tallulah, who hopefully I'll get to here on the podcast at some point, started this sort of networking women's kind of group to sort of support one another and buoy one another along and just a wonderful space during the first lockdown to kind of chat and get to know one another and it was just sort of an hour of bliss um wasn't it Karen yes no it was really lovely and we all kind of have kept in contact which is just so nice and I wasn't sure quite how that was going to pan out but um it has hasn't it so it it's really been good. has and it's been it's been so lovely and lovely to kind of get to know you and watch what you're doing so Karen is the organizing lady and many of you who have been following me on my Instagram will know that I'm always banging on about being organized I have a golden rule uh, for organizing which I'm going to share with you and see what Karen thinks my golden rule is that everything has to have its own place and you put it back in that place and then that makes life so much easier doesn't it Totally, totally. And that is really the key, isn't it? It's just having having a spot so that you know where to find it and where to put it back. And that just simplifies everything so much. So simple things, isn't it? Like just even if you start with just making sure your keys are in one place, you know, just put, putting that in to position. It doesn't have to be everything all at once. And I think that's sometimes for people, they overwhelm themselves by thinking that they're just going to have this perfect life perfect I mean I still do mislay things so you know no no one's perfect life isn't perfect but I think if you get into the habit of putting your keys in the same place it just then makes life so much easier and you're less it's a habit totally that is the, the the absolute right word because that's that's all you're doing is creating a habit and then you will automatically without thinking and that's the kind of position that you hope that you'll you'll get to I'm so excited that we have a sponsor for our first season of the podcast, popandflow.com. Pop and Flow is beautiful homeware, jewellery, scarves, towels. They just have beautiful, beautiful things. Hannah that runs it brings me joy. Her website brings me joy. It makes me happy. And so I'm really thrilled that they are a sponsor for the podcast. And Hannah has kindly given us a discount code of Charlie10 when you purchase anything from her website. I will leave all the details to popandflow.com down in the show notes do take a look because it brings me joy and I hope it will to you as well. Now, Karen, how do you work with clients? Talk um, with us a little bit about, you know, how, how it happens, how you do it. Uh, so it, de- it depends really, um, who, so, because I work with a really wide range of people. So um, if I take, for instance, um, the last couple of weeks, I'm working with a new family 
with young children, like very young children, um, baby and a little one at school. Um, so mum and dad um, uh, have, you know, kind of busy lives. The children, you know, God, children have their own social calendar these days, don't they? So um, you're always doing things um, for them. So when I get asked to go in, usually people will say to me, um, they'll think that their home is in, in the worst situation possible because it's become so enormously overwhelming for them and also creates problems between families I'm not necessarily referring to the the family that I'm talking about now uh, but but just as a general thing no, it so, does. I think if you're living in chaos then everything around you is chaotic and relationships become chaotic because oh, it's everywhere and it is so overwhelming isn't it well it's pre it's pressure it's pressure on you and you know, when, um, so, you know, park, parking that for a moment, you know, even if I'm working with, say, say an older person who might be downsizing, leaving, there's always a little bit of conflict between, well, it depends, you know, if they're on their own or if they're still part of a couple, um, but then there'll be conflict with the families because the families all think that you know um mum or dad or whoever should be living in a particular way and I, it's that horrible thing of being judged and then people tend to beat themselves up so my first task I think with working with anybody is is finding drilling down to that that area because there's always one area that is the one that does their head in the most if you like um yeah. and and then that's what we tackle because my goal is immediately to make a difference no matter how small so that that person can then go into that area that space and there's begin to feel in control because that it's that feeling of i find anyway of people feeling out of control that is just um really really hard for them you yeah. know yeah, it is. And it's so lovely to go into a space that's organized and under control. And you can just breathe and relax and think, oh, look at that. It makes such a difference, doesn't it? Oh, oh, totally. And and so sometimes the people I'm working with, it might be just that there's a table space, you know, because this is the other thing. I think people see this perfect life that they think, and that is the key word, they think everyone else has. And it's that's not the reality. Like this morning, I've come in from walking the dog. I had to clip her claws. I had to do all these things, rush it in. And then I gave my husband a flea in his ear and said, get out, because he was trying to put up a light, you know, and there was stuff everywhere. And um, so life, you know, it, it isn't perfect. Listen, and that... I'm just going to share with you what's happened here. <laughs> I just heard a shriek and the tortoise pooed <laughs> in the house. The As you would straight out of hibernation. Exactly. Florence the puppy ate the poo. Oh no! <laughs> I know, so that was pretty stressful. And then I heard another shriek. Gussie blew his trumpet in Archie's bedroom to wake him up. <laughs> Archie's having a strop. I've had to send, we've got an extra child here. I've had to send them into the end room to play Cluedo quietly. I've oh got goodness. one upstairs dropping and a dog that's, a puppy that's probably going to be sick because it's eaten the tortoise's <laughs> tortoise food. It's chaos and, and it happens. It does happen, but <laughs> I do try to keep things organized and I try to teach the children where things live and to put things away. But you do. I'm constantly feeling like I'm nagging. Hang up your coat. Put your shoes on the shoe rack. And um, I'm hoping that one day the penny will drop and it will sink in. But we, we've got to kind of keep trying and keep on them as much.
much as possible. As possible. And you can start that really young, you know, I mean, I'm sure that you probably have, like just even having a, an area where they uh, go to get their school uniform or their school bag or their place for whatever, wherever they're going so that they have their little spot and so that they know where it goes. So there's not that kind of that frantic looking in the morning. And that's one of the things, um, the family that I was referring to earlier with all, all of the families I work with, if they've got children, that's one of the you know first things that we'll do is to kind of create areas of calm. So playrooms, that kind of thing. Um, most children are incredibly overwhelmed just down to the pure, like the, the sheer amount of stuff that they have that we kind of think is going to make them happy and it doesn't it doesn't it's so overwhelming isn't it I um when the the children now my children now don't have so many toys at all they have a few but not much um but when they were tiny it would become overwhelming and I would just put things in boxes out in the garage and if they didn't ask about it then it would go to the charity shop yeah and I would try to keep you know rotating things and just keep it as organized I'm actually in the children's playroom at the moment it's become my office so it's <laughs> playroom down there and office kind of here the tables have turned the tables have turned but it is so important not to overwhelm children with so much stuff and so much choice they don't need it all do they no they don't and the other thing is it, it turns them into not very nice little humans sometimes you know not all children deal with it very well and then they become that wanty child that always you know is asking you for something all the time and and that puts additional pressure on because you know finances what, who wants a kid that I'm on that and you just give it to them it it's not right you know things need to be earned there's lo- loads of lessons to be learned for yeah. your children you know who, who yeah, wants kids you just yeah. it's not it's not nice is it so um okay. yeah it's creating that calm at home and just have less stuff you know have lovely memories go on fab days out you know do all that don't just think that you're filling that void whether it's guilt because you're working or you feel like you're too busy allocate that time that's another thing you know you could go yeah. on for for ages couldn't we talking about sort of that timing and getting into that habit of creating that time for for your family and you and also then don't forget you yes which is really really crucial isn't it so yeah 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 and so Karen you obviously go into people's houses and and help them sort out which is the main area that you find is the overwhelm um lots of people have overwhelm it'll be uh there'll probably be three key areas actually it will be um not in any particular order but potentially the ki- kitchen area is is yeah. a big one an office area and yeah. then a playroom yeah. uh followed by uh wardrobes and, yeah. and that kind of thing you know um and so you know zoning people struggle with um creating kind of areas where and this goes down to putting things back where they should be isn't it you know like if you if your shoes or the children's shoes are in the the playroom it's just not gonna work unless you've got a zone in the playroom and that's where they go and get their bag you know I think it's so you it's so easy for the clutter and the the mess to build up so quickly so when I'm do when I'm working when I'm filming something I factor in as much as possible time to clear up and put things straight afterwards 
Yeah. Otherwise, if I'm rushing from one thing to another, then suddenly it can be complete and utter chaos. And then it takes so much longer, or you think it's going to take so much longer to, to sort it out, don't you? But these jobs actually, if you keep on top of them, it makes life much easier. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be perfectly put away. This is the other thing, you know. So I got my ring light out earlier and I, I didn't realise I wasn't going to need it. Now, I've just it's just off to, well, it's there, one, one side now. But when I get off, I'll literally just walk into the other room. That I have a bag hanging on a coat rack and that is where my kind of video, that type of stuff. So I know it won't go back in the bag perfectly because it's coming back out afternoon and you know and that's the other thing it doesn't have to be perfect and I always laugh and say to people particularly with wardrobes you know who's got time to perform origami with their knickers you know if you're folding all this stuff it's a lovely lovely thing to do but genuinely if you can just contain your undies in one place yeah, yeah. and you know where they are and you know where they've got to go away you've lived done it you've achieved it you've achieved it you know so uh, exactly yeah yeah and actually the name for this podcast came from from a friend and she said busy house perfect home and I I didn't want the perfect I want it to be a happy home because yeah. it's not perfect my home is far from perfect but as long as I can keep on top of things and as long as everything's got its own place and I know where it is then if suddenly I've got to rush out, I know where my handbag is. I know where my car keys are. I know where my sunglasses are. You know, it's it just makes life. Yeah. So and, then it, and then it's perfectly lovely, isn't it? Yes. And then we're happier in ourselves. And then everybody around us is happier. But if you're in chaos, <laughs> I feel that there's tension when things are chaotic. Yeah. Yeah, no, you can you can visibly see it in people. You know, um, people that I work with, they they will sit in a particular way. Uh, usually the door opens, head head will go into the hands or the hands will come up to the face um, because there's this um, uh, the anxiety around it. Also, they feel like inviting someone in, you're finally seeing what it is that has been bothering them and eating into them for, for yeah. such a long time. Um, and of course it's never as bad as anybody thinks, ever. It's never, you know. Um, I mean, I have, I have worked... Um, in hoarding situations as well and that's very very complex I mean that that's the other thing it's it's your mental health and, and what is behind you know what goes on behind all of this um it's a you know, I don't know some people are really rather unkind to go oh well just you know put some stuff away and blah, blah, blah. It, it's not that because it's it's where you've kind of mentally got to to feel that you're out of control and it probably isn't as bad as you're manifesting in your own head um but you know it a professional organizer i mean friends are great to help to a point but sometimes uh you just need someone who's independent and not living in within your group and sometimes it can just be like a three-hour session and you're off on you know on your way right, and then yeah absolutely a top up you know maybe in a month six months a year even just a phone call you know sometimes i just do a zoom with people and I'm all about confidence building and mostly um, if I can get that going for people, honestly, they're, they're off and they're flying and that's my job done and it makes me so happy. It is all about confidence, isn't it? And I was also just thinking, um, I've got a course called The Efficient Home and in there we talk about sort of organisation and um, 
trying to keep your home organized and I talk about just doing bite-sized bits at a time yeah. not overwhelming yourself with right I'm going to do the entire house in two days because I then find if you do that it goes back to how it was before the, the chaos well, comes back and also it's just most people it. look at it and they can't they can't they don't even know where to start yeah. and this is this is the other thing isn't it um because you mean you're to me anyway obviously I haven't visited your home but you strike me as someone who is really on it um and, and, and I have no doubt that you are and there's probably things you might like to to do better because we all we yeah. all do and you just think oh I wished I'd done this whatever but some people it is chronic um yeah. and it is that confidence and that it becomes like a self-loathing and it's ridiculous yeah. in yeah in as much as it is just stuff. And if you think that stuff is doing that to you, then, you know, you just need to have less of it. And, but you need, or not you, but, but some people just need help to do that, don't they? Yeah, they do, they do. And I think it's, you know, just important just to, to say, right, I'm gonna do one cupboard in the kitchen today. And then yeah. you feel better. And then it spurs you on to then tackle another one. And yeah, then other bits and it, it kitchen then drawer, anything. Spiral, doesn't it? Yeah, to totally. Even your makeup bag, or even just get your handbag. If you're carrying a handbag, then just say, Well, I'm gonna sit here while I'm waiting for the children if they're swimming or they're doing something, you know, um, or if you're just sat in the car park waiting for something, you know, whatever it is, and just sit there and just clear out your handbag. You've started, and then that's write it on your list and tick, give it a big tick and say, Right, okay, I've done that. And starting off with the small things, that's the other thing. So you get lots of bite-sized wins. That, that's yeah, a nice definitely. one. And you just mentioned about writing a list and ticking it off. And I think that's really important because you can see it. You know, either you want to put a line through it across that you've done it or yeah. tick it or highlight it, whatever it is. But it's so satisfying. Yeah. When, you know, know that that is done and you don't need to go back to it, isn't it? It just is. It's another kind of really positive thing and again I think that helps with your state of mind and your confidence when when you can see those wins how much yeah. they are yeah and rewarding yourself you know and also rewarding doesn't mean buying yourself something else you know that can be that sitting with a book or you know um having a coffee or um maybe phoning your friend rather than messaging um you know that just that little bit of time and space for yourself as well because that's another thing that happens you begin to put yourself on the back burner very often um and and that's not a good good thing no. at all I'm going to share how I do quite a lot of my sort of organizing and tidying which which I'm going to now hold my hands up and apologize to friends but I will either um put my earbuds in and my phone in my pocket and just chat to them while I'm going to go around the house, fluffing up cushions, putting things away, just straightening. And I'll use that time while I'm on the phone chatting to friends just to have a bit of a blitz. And I've come off the conversation and I suddenly look around and think, ah, well done. <laughs> and I use that time to be productive while having a lovely conversation because you don't need, it's tidying and organizing can be quite a mindless task but just sort of putting things away you don't need to concentrate but you can just sort of wander around and 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 have a nice chat with somebody 
and um yeah it's a really good way to to do it I really like for families as well I like to have like if you're doing a Friday night and it's uh I don't know sometimes people have pizza and a video or you know Netflix whatever it is video god that's aging me but uh, <laughs> you um you know you can give each of the kids a box as well and say right everything that's yours you go and pick it up now and just yeah. do it as a 10 minute blitz 20 minute blitz as a family so it all goes back up into their rooms or into the playroom or wherever it's meant to be I've actually got, I'm going to show you, um, slightly chaotic, um, that's Coco's on the top, I've got these three baskets, so I'm showing um, Karen three different coloured baskets, and I will um, pop the children's things in their baskets, and then say, go and, you know, either throw things away from your basket, or put them in the right place because I'm not going to tidy up after the children but I don't want to leave their stuff out and about if they haven't put it away yeah so throw everything into a basket and then say you know go and sort your basket out and I find that quite a good way um, particularly when I'm cleaning the house it's so much easier to clean a house when you haven't got clutter and stuff everywhere yeah isn't it um, I like a memory box as well that's the other thing so say it's something, it could be something of yours or your partner's. Um, and it, I don't know, sometimes people will have like a teddy bear and it might be in with the children's um, playroom. And then they'll say, oh, that's a really precious one. And then I'll say, well, would you, would you be upset if that was damaged? And very often the answer will be, oh yes, because you know, so-and-so's had it since they were a child and they'll be like, well, well that's one for the memory box. And, and I really advocate the really useful boxes. I just think they're fantastic. They're very practical and easy and they don't break unless you throw them from a great height. And the 35 litre XL, and they do one slightly up. The XL is just a little bit taller on the lid. Um, mm -hmm. And you can just fill that up with, you know, so all the different things and then have a cull of the memory box. So I'll say to people, I'll do that. So I think the whole box thing, the containment thing, categorizing, category is key. That's like something I say constantly to people. Um, so, yeah, I love the box idea. Yeah, it, it's I find it really helpful. We've got I've got a memory box of, you know, cards and little things that the children and Simon have given to me that I just don't want to part with. But where do you yeah. put them? And so I've got a box of, you know, special happy memories. And where do you keep that? Um, I've got a room which um, has got a table with a tablecloth and actually it's under there. Oh, OK. So yeah. It's not on display, but it's easy for me to put things in there and then actually if I want to just sort of sit down I've got letters from my mum in there and mm. it's lovely to look through and and have those memories yeah I've, I've just um allowed myself um kind of to to move the box that I had because I have lots of bits in there from my mum and I've allowed it now to, to to kind of go to my loft which is my little area and I just um that that's the other thing it's that whole emotional thing I only recently um I lost my mum 13 years ago and I've only this last year um allowed the last bits and pieces because we all get there on our own time it wasn't like a big box but I had a box of these lovely memories I just didn't want them I wasn't ready for them to be too far away from me but I had them contained um and I went through it recently and culled a load of things and, and I've allowed 
it to go because it doesn't define her and you know I say that to people but again that's it's quite a personal personal it, thing it is a personal thing and I think you have you can't rush these things but you know when the time is right to um... yeah yeah completely and it's weird isn't it even though I say it to people for me it's it was it was quite quite different but I didn't I didn't beat myself up about it and just allowed that me to kind of process it when I was ready so that's yeah that's good yeah I think it's good I think if you rush too quickly after somebody's died to sort everything out it um it, it's a very difficult process whereas yeah I think if you can and if you're in the position to sort of take time um Time is I work. Great. I work with a lot of people for it, well, specifically in and around that, where perhaps um, one of the, the partners has passed away, and you know, I'll go in and um, and help them and the family to kind of uh, work with all that. But everyone has very different ideas. Again, in and around them, I mean, grief and oh God, it's just a, such a massive um, subject. But it's something that having that someone who has that empathy and kindness and again with everything I do is being non-judgmental it I just I just don't because you know there's there's that old Indian saying isn't there about um don't judge someone who you've walked a mile or however far it is in their yeah. shoes and it is so true whenever anyone's experiencing something if I'm observing it I think in my past when I was younger I might have made a kind of an assumption about it now I don't because I just time and uh all, all of the experience and all of those things has has led me to understand that everyone has got there's a diff, different backstory to everyone isn't there absolutely. so absolutely and I think it makes life a lot easier if you can get somebody that's not a friend or a fam you know family member to come in and help you sort out it it makes such a difference um, yeah because people do feel judged um yeah, so I've worked with people who've had friends in and they've said, oh, it's been marvellous and we've got to this point. And then they're embarrassed because they maybe feel that it's lapsed and they've they've let their friend down. And that's not the case because there's more going on behind it, you know, and that's what you're that's what you're drilling into. And, and that's where someone independent can often yeah. can often and help. I think you. it can be less emotional with somebody independent because when you're with particularly a family member and you're going through all of those memories it stirs it all up and becomes a very emotional process where actually mm -hmm. if you have a third party you have that distance and it's there's less emotion going on so it's yeah. I, not so overwhelming I found that definitely when I was sorting through mum's things um, it was far easier to do it with, um, we've got a lovely friend, Anne in Devon, who, who has worked, worked with mum and works for me down in Devon still, which is really lovely. And it's great sorting things with her. Whereas if I'm doing it with my brother, it's too emotional. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that, that is, that is very often the case, you know, and sometimes there'll be one of you that is much more emotionally attached to items. Um, yeah. I've, I've got um, a lovely client, older lady that I've worked with, and um, she has um, a few children. And one of one of them, the children is absolutely cutthroat, <laughs> no emotional attachment. One of them is completely hanging on to absolutely everything. So also, I find that sort of juggle and managing 
uh, all of the dynamics between the family as well. And that's a side of my um, my job that I, I'm probably not sure that it was going to be like that, but very much I've been able to draw on my previous um, professions and I've done training in HR and I was an EA and uh, looked at a facilities management. So I'm really kind of quite practical as well. And that has stood me in good stead. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing how different skills um, from, from, from sort of earlier years come and help you in lots of different ways as yeah as, as yeah. women as well I think it's you know we we often will uh you know we wear many different hats and I, I know that guys do as well but it, I think women generally do multitask really really well um yeah. you know we, we're just used to doing it in in most situations or fit that's what it feels like in in my life and lots of my <laughs> my <kind> of experience <laughs> yeah Oh, Karen, it's been so lovely chatting to you. Um, and thank you. And any other sort of golden tips for us, or or do you think do you think we? I can... think I think just categories are king. Yeah. You know, categorize everything um, as as much as you can, and that really is the first step to being uh, organized. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. And I will leave all of Karen's details in the show notes below. So if you'd like to get in touch with her, you can. But Karen, where, just tell us quickly, where are the best places to find you? Um, where do you hang um, out the most? So you, you will find me on Instagram and it's at The Organising Lady. I'm on Facebook as well, again, at The Organising Lady. And it's www.theorganisinglady.co.uk. Um, yeah. And thank you, Charlie, so much it's been really lovely thank you for thinking of me for this and I just wish you all the luck because you're just brilliant at it oh thank you so much well I just feel that actually having an organized home makes it a happy home and that's what this podcast is all about so a big thank you Karen and really really lovely chatting to you and to you bye for now I would be really grateful if you are enjoying my podcast if you would just take a moment to hit the subscribe button it helps other people know that we exist and I would be so grateful of that and leave me a review the more subscribers we have the more episodes I can put on for you so please just take a moment and hit the subscribe button